This episode of Grow Getters is brought to you by the Grow Getters Growth Hacks newsletter. Subscribe at growgetterspodcast.com for your monthly fix of hands-on hacks for business babes. listening to Grow Getters, the future skills podcast for smart women in business. Whether you're a kick-ass career gal, a super side hustler, or a legendary lady entrepreneur, we've got your backs. We'll arm you with all the freshest tools, tips, and hands-on hacks to make sure your business or career stays ahead of the game. All neatly packaged in our signature snack-sized weekly podcast. Today, you're chatting with Grow Getters hosts, Tiffany Hart, that's me, and Tanya Gama. Hello, hello. In today's episode, we're going to get you up to speed on one of the fastest growing social media apps out there. Can you guess what it is? It's got Mm -hmm. 500 million global users. Okay. It's surpassed Uber in being the world's biggest, most successful startup. And it's now valued at over $1 billion. And it's the app of choice for the likes of Amy Schumer or Jimmy Fallon and Cardi B. Now, Tanya? It's drumroll, please. It's TikTok. (laughs) Today we'll uncover what TikTok is, what it does, who's using it, and how you can use it to build your personal brand or business. But before we get started, Tanya, is there anything you've read, watched, or listened that's really inspired you this week? So, yes, there is. Uh, This week, my husband actually forwarded me a super interesting article from the HBR, the Harvard Business Review. And it is titled, Are New Graduates Happier Making More Money or Having More Time? Mm, Interesting. Very intriguing (laughs) headline. So essentially, uh, the article looks at a study that was conducted by the article's author, Ashley Wallens, and her two colleagues on whether college graduates prioritize time or money more. So they interviewed over 1,000 recent graduates from the University of BC in Vancouver over a two-year period, um, and then they actually followed them up, uh, followed up with them two years after their graduation to see how they were tracking. Mm-hmm. And what was super, super interesting is that they found that the students who prioritized time were in fact happier than those who prioritized money. Mm. So do you think that's a surprise? Mm, not at all. I don't think so either, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, one quote from the article is really cool. Uh, the writer says, our results provide strong evidence that valuing time puts people on a trajectory toward job satisfaction and well-being. And honestly, I, I could not agree more. And I think this is a really interesting perspective into Gen Z right mm-hmm, now in mm-hmm. particular and younger millennials <clears throat> that it really – time is a scarcity and time is a valuable resource and that that really largely motivates the career choices they're making. And I think money is becoming less and less of a motivating factor in, totally. in seeking a job. Um, and I have to completely agree. Look, no, I agree too. These are Gen Zs that they uh, interviewed and researched. Um, I know we're both millennials. I'm a millennial. Mm-hmm. But I honestly couldn't agree more. Time is so much more valuable um, and it is one of the most pre- precious resources today. I think it also ties into purpose too, you know, with 
what are you spending your time for? You know, this is back to one of the episodes we've had previously, but, you know, if, if you can look at how much you're earning versus how much time you have, you know, how can you create a, a lifestyle that you want to live? You know, this is the whole four-hour work week, you know, from Tim Ferriss kind of idea. Mm. You know? Sounds having, like the holy grail. <laughs> yeah, having, having more time to do the things you want to do. Absolutely, and using the time that you have – as you said, wisely. working with purpose, mm-hmm. yes, using it wisely, doing what you were born to do. So that was me for this week. Interesting, Tanya. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my inspo this week is a, a really important one and I want to give a shout out to all the people that are already fundraising and donating, but this is a really special story. Uh, what happened is, you know, of course, you know about the bushfires. It's global news and it's hitting most of the eastern seaboard in Australia and in particular New South Wales and Victoria right now. And in particular New South Wales, you know, it's getting me- megaly hit. Pretty much the entire coastline has been burning and all the way up into the snowy mountains and down to the far south coast. If you don't know what, what this is, it's south of Sydney and north of Melbourne. And um, it's a terrible situation and it's absolutely just gut-wrenching to see what's happening over there. And um, my family personally are involved. My hometown where I went to primary school got burnt out on New Year's Eve. And uh, my town has been under threat for the last six days, seven days, and it's going to continue. There's a, a fire burning one or two kilometres away from home, so it's very stressful and scary. But my inspo is that this incredible comedian, Australian comedian, Celeste Barber, she put out a fundraiser on Facebook. She thought, oh, I might get a couple of tens of thousands of dollars. I think her initial target was 30K. Yeah, 30K. And so once she hit 30K, it just boomed in hours. And basically, I think it was like $700,000 per hour she was getting. And in four days, she managed to raise $41 million for the New South Wales RFS, which is the Rural Fire Service. And uh, I think it's an amazing thing and how it's gone off and celebrities jumped in on the bandwagon after she put this up and Nicole Kidman put half a million and Pink put half a million and a lot of other celebrities have joined. So it's amazing to see people with influence and influencers using their networks to raise money for a really, really, really valuable cause. Yeah, it's a phenomenal result. I mean, she's such a legend in her own right. Like her style of comedy is really subversive Mm -hmm. and very feminist. She's a really cool chick. And yeah, what she's been able to achieve through her global platform is just nuts. And Mm -hmm. I agree with you. It's such an inspiration. Absolutely. She's just an amazing, amazing woman that just doesn't take herself so seriously and is really putting herself out there for other people. And I think this story is one of those awesome feel-good stories about social media doing good Mm -hmm. because, you know, we all... Exactly, yeah. There's a lot of criticism for social media and criticism of influencers, but I think when you can, like you said, use your platform to create such a phenomenal result, it's no wonder people are calling for Celeste Barber to be the new PM of Australia. Yeah, she was asked to be. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, yes, Celeste for PM. Uh (laughs) No, No, that's a really good inspiration and thanks so much for sharing, Tiff. We'll put this in the show notes if you'd like to contribute to the New South Wales RFS or any of the other organisations we'll put them in our show notes if you can get on board and support these organisations we'd be very happy thank you so guys um, speaking of social media today we're going to get started right now into our topic what the fuck is TikTok? (laughs) What is this thing? (laughs) So like Tiff said before, TikTok is one of the fastest growing social media apps. And according to TechCrunch, it's quoted as being the Instagram for the mobile video age. And as you've probably heard or remember, there was this app 
that was really, really popular a few years ago with tweens, mm-hmm. and it was called Musical.ly, and it was some app that, you know, heaps of mummy bloggers were really scared about <laughs> because their kids were on there and there were predators, blah, blah, blah. Um, but essentially, Musical.ly was this app where kids posted videos of themselves lip syncing to pop songs. Mm-hmm. So what happened is Musical.ly was bought and merged with another app. And since 2017, it's been known as TikTok. Um, But right now it's just so huge and it's become so much more than a lip syncing app today. So how TikTok actually describes itself is that it's a destination for short form mobile videos. But to be honest, it boasts so many other social and sharing elements that Tiffany and I at Growgetters, we actually see it as a social media platform mm-hmm. on, on in its own right. And it's not just about video sharing. So if you break it down in a nutshell, the whole premise of TikTok is that users can create and share 15 to 60 second videos. And there's a whole kahuna of editing tools like filters, special effects, music, so many more. Mm-hmm. Um, the videos are in a portrait format and they're run in these repeated loops. And so this actually, the, the length of the video plus the repetitiveness and all the filters, it actually makes these videos highly, highly addictive. And once you start actually playing around with TikTok, you kind of get into a bit of a TikTok rabbit hole and you can't get out. Mm-hmm. It's like two hours later. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a very, very binge worthy and addictive app which is really interesting to note because it's really playing on how people are consuming media right Mm -hmm, now. mm -hmm. Repetitive and short and snappy. And, you know, look, you're probably thinking, you know, I just can't be fucked and I don't have the mental bandwidth to get on the TikTok bandwagon. Look, we totally get it. And right now, even Growgetters isn't on the platform. Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, what is important is to understand who is using the platform and which demographics have the most growth. According to Hootsuite, TikTok is especially popular with teenagers, a demographic commonly referred to as Generation Z, as we've talked about already today. And the Global Web Index states that 41% of TikTok users are between 16 to 24 years old. So my recommendation is that if your business or your personal brand relies on this demographic for its success, then it's time to get on TikTok. Stat. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually noticed um, a lot of ex, okay, I'm a tragic, you know, pop culture vulture (laughs) and trash TV lover. And a lot of ex Love Island Australia people are really pushing their TikTok profiles Mm. because they are appealing exactly to that core demographic, that younger, younger, younger audience. I'd love to know. Can you find some of the top videos? I will. We will share them on our show notes. (laughs) Maybe not in the newsletter, but we will definitely share it in the show notes for you. (laughs) You know, so as as I was saying, you know, it's time to get on TikTok and get on it fast, especially if this is your demographic. So it's only going to grow and it's only going to grow faster and faster. As you saw, people that might have said the same thing about Instagram back in the day or whatever else, MySpace. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. I was an early adopter (laughs) of MySpace. Me too. (laughs) I'm an older millennial. (laughs) But the, the global media giant UM Worldwide confirmed recently that TikTok has a particularly active and engaged female audience with 60% skewed within this age bracket, 16 to 24 years old. Okay, so I guess it's pretty clear that TikTok is uber popular with Gen Z and particularly females. 
Um, But even if you're not actually targeting this demo, you've got to remember that teens are actually usually ahead of the curve on what's hot right now. So before something hits the mainstream, like when Facebook was once cool Mm -hmm. before like your dad (laughs) and your grandma and your uncle were on there. And all your neighbours. Yes. Um, So it's, it's actually, this is really one to watch because if teens are using it now, then in a couple of years, we're going to start seeing a shift in demographics and and usership on this platform. So we've also noticed a few key trends that are already emerging on TikTok. The first trend is that there's been a huge rise in beauty vlogging on the platform. Um, So the beauty business has really taken notice of this, including Rihanna's own startup or mega mega up, (laughs) Fenty Beauty. Mm -hmm. And it's also starting to produce Produce its own suite of influencers. And some of these influencers are massive. They have the power and the reach to rival even the greatest of YouTubers and Instagrammers. And so far, um, brands like Nike, Disney and Apple have already sniffed around at the opportunities TikTok has presented and they're already regularly creating ad content for the platform. There's also one big difference that sets TikTok apart from the other social media platforms. So according to Hootsuite, TikTok revolves less around people you follow and more around introducing users to new content. Fed by its algorithm, the TikTok for you feed shows users content it thinks they will like and makes adjustments based on their behavior over time. So new and regular content is really the machine that feeds TikTok like most platforms. Yeah, (laughs) but but I think uh, it's quite unique to this platform in particular. Yeah. And speaking of content, the cool thing about TikTok is that the platform's users have pioneered their own popular subgenres for video content. There are challenges which promote users to upload their own content in response to a popular hashtag challenge, such as Jimmy Fallon's famous hashtag tumbleweed challenge. We'll post a link in the show notes also. This is going to be a long show notes today. <laughs> and there are duets uh, where the users overlay their own videos onto another person's to create a duet effect. There are cringe videos designed basically to make people cringe which I'm really excited to check out (laughs) and there are also the react videos where users upload a video of themselves reacting to something which I'm also excited to check out. (laughs) Do you know what was actually really cool Um, recently so speaking of the Aussie bushfires right at the outset of when this devastation started our uh, Australia's PM was on holidays in Hawaii Mm. while Australia was burning. Mega fail. And uh, the awesome, awesome thing was seeing these young teens and Gen Z guys creating these videos which basically brought him down and these were shared virally. They went nuts. And again, we'll have to post a couple of links in the show notes because they are fucking funny. Mm -hmm. And I think TikTok has also started this little undercurrent of um, protest from the younger generation across a number of issues, but it's done in this very, very funny, subversive, dry way. (laughs) So kids and young people are getting really creative on this platform. And I think that this is definitely something really interesting and unique to TikTok. Definitely one to follow. Absolutely. So the question now is, how can you or your brand make a splash on this growing platform? So we're going to take you through some terrific TikTok tips (laughs) to give you some ideas and inspo so you can actually take off on this TikTok train. Let's start up now with TikTok tip number one. That's a bit of a fucking tongue twister. Alliteration, (laughs) another tanyerism. (laughs) 
<laughs> Number one, leverage a branded hashtag challenge. So like we mentioned previously, this challenge is already a popular subgenre on TikTok and a few brands have also jumped on this trend. For example, in America, Guess, the denim brand, um, they actually challenged users to create content with a hashtag in my denim, showing how they transform their own denim outfit styles and looks using guest products. So why not come up with your own engaging idea that challenges users to create original content that features your brand and brings eyeballs both to your brand and to the user's own content. It's a nice win-win for both brand and the user. Cool. TikTok tip number two, harness influencer power. TikTok has already begun producing its own array of superstar creators with the reach to rival any influencer on Instagram. On TikTok, they're known as muses and some of them have already got millions of followers. While it may not be feasible to work with the power muses, why not identify micro muses in your target audience already and co-create content with them? A great example of a brand leveraging influencer power was the cosmetics company Mac, who according to the website, The Restless CMO, worked together with select influencers to coincide with the New York Fashion Week. Using the hashtag, hashtag you own it, each TikTok star was transformed into a catwalk beauty with the help of Mac products. And with 1.5 billion video views, it's clear the campaign was a massive success. TikTok tip number three, create content that resonates. So the general vibe of TikTok is often quite comic and quirky. And that's kind of why it's so damn popular, fun and entertaining to younger audiences like Gen Z. So when creating content, really keep that in mind and keep it real because these guys want originality and they want authenticity. So we'd recommend keeping the tone of your content really light, not being afraid to use humor and try to and establish that authentic connection with your younger viewers. So these guys honestly can smell dippy marketing tactics mm-hmm. from a mile away. So you've got to get creative and entertain them. So guys, for today, these are our three totally terrific TikTok tips to dip your toes into the massive and growing TikTok pool. My goodness, there's a lot of tongue twisters <laughs> in this episode. So guys, all of the links that we spoke about today, we are going to share on our show notes um, so that you can read up even further on what makes TikTok tick. Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> and to wrap up this week's ep, here's a kick-ass quote from TikTok power muser and brilliant comedian, activist and all-round grow-getter Amy Schumer. I think for anyone to become good at something, they have to fail a lot. And they have to be completely unafraid to fail or they'll never make it to the next level. Amen, sister. Uh-huh. There ain't nothing wrong with failing. You hear that? <laughs> At Grow Getters, we are all about giving everything a ripe old crack. <laughs> so thank you very, very, very much for listening today. If you like what you've heard, we would absolutely love it if you can subscribe, rate and review us to boost us up on the Apple Podcast charts. And while I'm at it, pretty, pretty please, can you join us on Instagram at Grow Getters Podcast? Because we'll be providing lots of inspo and updates every single week. Trying to do it every single day. Let's see how that goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, you can sign up to our monthly bumper Grow Getters Growth Hacks e-newsletter too on our website, growgetterspodcast.com. As always, we will continue to cover the latest business tips, digital knowledge, and growth hacks every single Wednesday to help you get growing. So get us in your ears, girls. See you next week. Bye-bye.